0: Hello and welcome to season two, episode number 15 of the podcast, What is Culture? My name is Rocco Lungarello, and in a minute, I'll share a very fun, informative, and candid conversation that I had with the collections team at Tango, who all work together from our Shelton, Connecticut office. They're all so great, and I'm just very happy and excited that our listeners will get to learn more about them. So the team includes Ray Servone, Accounts Receivable Manager, Karen Brown, Senior Collections Specialist, Shanice Gardner, Cash Allocations Specialist, Krista Linise, Collections Specialist, and Henry Ojeda, also a Collections Specialist. I'm laughing at all the times I've said specialist. So a few days ago, the six of us gathered in a small conference room in Shelton to talk about the responsibilities of the Collections team at Tango. We also discuss their group dynamic, their perceptions of our culture, as well as why the team recently decided to listen to this podcast together as a department. But before we get to the show, I want to say thank you to Mark Culver, our Vice President of Financial Planning and Analysis, who oversees the collections team, and who recommended to me that I interview this wonderful group of individuals. Good call, Mark. Appreciate that. So the episode really needs little introduction, and so I'm just going to get right to it. Here is my conversation with our collections team in Shelton, Connecticut. Let's all learn from them. So what we're going to do, um, I have questions that are kind of geared to the whole group, and then I have questions that are individual. So it's being recorded on this, um, this device here. So just if you kind of slide it to each other okay. or hand it whatever's easier, there's so much I want to talk about. We're in Shelton, Connecticut, just to set the stage. We're in the room called, what is this, the study? I room. set up this room really nice for you guys. I have the What Is Culture pull-up manner going on. Um, so you are all part of the collections team, right? right? Is yes. that correct? Okay. Yeah. So a lot of our listeners may not know necessarily what that entails right so this question is kind of open to whoever wants to take it so basically what are the primary goals and responsibilities of the collections team here at tango
1: okay uh yeah our main objective is actually so this is ray speaking oh yeah this is sorry this is Ray. (laughs) so main objective is to bring in the cash for the company so basically we have our accounts receivable portfolio which includes all the service invoices that we do out to the clients and this team is responsible for reconciling those accounts and collecting the cash and also applying cash.
0: So why don't we take it from those questions here, so what's your name, your job title and how long have you been? Sure, Uh, Ray Servone,
1: I've been here almost seven years at Tango and I'm the Accounts Receivable
0: Manager. So tell us a little bit. Tell us one thing about yourself. So those those I have these questions on the board here. Or there, what's the last TV show you binge watch? Uh, that seems to be a popular. <laughs> I do not binge watch uh, TV. Uh, I do watch
1: it occasionally, uh, but never uh, been binge watching. Uh, I love that. My wife does. Like she binge watches uh, Downton Abbey. It's an old school. TV show okay. from the UK, and now she's dragging me out to the movie on this Saturday, so
0: it's the pleasure of, I am, she's not
1: listening, I hope, so. <laughs> like, I don't have a clue yeah, what Yeah, it's about is. a British royalty family, and I, I <laughs> try yeah. not to have a clue, but I'm just, I'm doing it for the sport of it, so. How long have you been married? 24 years. Do you have kids? Two kids, 23 and 21 both in college. One, my daughter's going for her MBA in clinical psychology, and my son is just going for general business, but um,
0: he's trying to be a cop police officer. Okay, great. So why don't you pass it over to the next person?
2: Um, so my name is Shanice Gardner. Uh, My job title is cash allocation slash collections. I've been with Tango. I made a year in July. Congrats. Thank you. Um, I guess I can say the last TV show that I binge watched would be, I feel like I watched so many at the same time. <laughs> um, I think it was All-American. What's that? Um, it was about a football player, um, how he ended up getting adopted from another family to go to a better school. And it was, oh, yeah. Was, it was, was really on
0: good. Netflix? Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah? I've never heard of that one.
2: It's a good one to watch. I highly recommend
0: it. Are you married? Any of those things?
2: Single, no kids, but I do have a dog. Her name is Kara. <laughs> That's my child.
0: Single and with a dog, I'm jealous of those two things. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What kind of dog?
2: She's a Sheba in you.
0: A so what?
2: Sheba, in you.
0: What? Okay. What does that look like?
2: A fox. I get oh, really? yeah, I get so many people when I'm walking her, they're like, Is red, that a fox? Oh, and I'm like, like that no, red fur about- and
0: the long snout kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The big furry tail. Mm-hmm. You no know what's cool about we had foxes in my backyard. I live in Woodbury and they would just come Kind of close to the backyard, but enough distance where they would run away. And they have these big furry tails. Yeah. And the, I looked it up because I guess I'm a dork. But the reason why they have those big furry tails, when they lay down, they wrap it around their entire body. It's like a giant blanket. So that's kind of the evolution of that tail. Interesting. Yeah.
2: Hers naturally curls up in like a little circle, though. like So it like lays on her back. So it's not <laughs> keeping not her. Yeah. That's her like back a, isn't cold. <laughs>
0: that's like a chow chow. has that curly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well that's cool. Single with a dog. What more do you need?
3: Just living life. <laughs> All
0: right, next. Karen Brown.
3: I've been with Tango for six years. I don't binge watch TV either. I'm not mm-hmm. much of a TV watcher.
0: What are you into? What's your? What do you do for fun?
3: If um, it depends. I I love going to see my grandsons. That's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm one is 3 years old the other one's um 7 months so it's it's a lot of fun to be with them do you, and you i never know not that much maybe once a week but it's um i never know what the 3 year old is going to come out with cracks me up yeah.
0: <laughs> do you have any advice for a new dad
3: have another one
0: what yeah <laughs> next person no <laughs> for real we should Yeah, but um, it's not bad. She she's a good baby. It's just it's just a lot of work. Mm -hmm. It really is absurd. Let's go on to Uh,
4: Henry Ojeda. I started with Tango uh, as a temp in March and got hired in June of last year. Oh wow! So uh, yeah, so it's been over a year. Uh, What I like to do, I, I. you know, my, well, my job title is uh, Credit Collections, uh, I do binge watch just like Shanice does, I have a couple, believe it or not, I watch Sopranos again, it's like the third time watching it from the beginning to the end. I know. Uh, also, the show Power, which comes on Sundays, is another, you know, like... Uh, what network time. is that? Uh, Stars in Demand. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't heard of that. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a good show, yeah. Yep. And I've been married for 30 years, I uh, have three daughters. Uh wife Annette. My three daughters are Stephanie, Amanda, and Kaylin. They keep me busy. I have three grandkids. My oldest is 10, 6, and a year old. Oh, wow. It's a big family. Yeah. Well, I mean, they keep me busy, just like Karen said. Sundays, they come every Sunday. Uh, we have a nice gathering, and we actually go uh, different places. And Somebody just just last, last past Sunday, we were at Walmart, and Grandkids were all excited because they trying to pick and choose what they want for Christmas already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So I had to take pictures. They had to write it down. So that way it gives us an idea for what to get on. nice and
2: early?
4: <laughs> yeah, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, that's cool. Yeah. All right, we can pass
5: it on. My name is Krista, and I am a collection specialist. I've been with the company a little over a year, about a year and three months, right around when Shitty started. I started as well the end of June, and the last thing I binge-watched on Netflix was Stranger Things. I do oh watch those. God. I watch them to see if it was okay for my children to watch, who are 14 and 11, and it was okay for them to watch, I but I ended up binge-watching it myself. Yeah. I I read a lot, and same thing with a book is I hate to put it down until it's done, and that's why I binge watch, I feel like, because I just can't stop. Even if I don't really like the show, I still have to end it, and I end up binge
0: watching. What kind of novels do you like?
5: I like all kinds of things, mysteries I I like. Not so big on the romance, but I like a lot of books with a lot of twists and turns in them.
0: Cool. Yeah,
5: so I do a lot of reading, but I do binge watch as well. I'm guilty of that on a Sunday afternoon definitely can do something i know
0: but it it's like um it's almost unhealthy and i'm kind of aware of it because there's far better things that i could be doing and should be doing but it is a really good way to just shut it down shut mm-hmm. out the world um but even like that term binge watching it's almost like dirty or something
1: it <laughs> <is>. binge <laughs> yeah, yeah right binge, binge, eating. binge eating it's negative yeah.
0: it's not good yeah. it is um so we have kind of a, so you three have been here about a year. Yep. Yes. And then Ray, you've been here how long?
1: It'll be seven years in January.
0: Seven. And Karen, what did you say? Homo? Six. Six. Okay. All right. So this is good. The question I want to ask, and this again is open to whoever wants to begin and then we'll pass it around again, but what's the culture like in for you guys? What? How would you describe your department's culture?
1: Um, kind of like a family type atmosphere, you know, it's a good group that we have together. We've been together now solidly for over a year. Um, so, you know, the culture is, is very good. It's, it's been quite a, not a struggle, but over the last couple of years with what happened here, it's nice to see this new culture come about. So... Um, everybody gets along, everybody chips in. So, you know, we kind of go with the values. And, you know, these guys are some of the most selfless people that I know here. So they all chip in for each other.
4: Yeah. Thanks, Ray. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, same here. I mean, I've I've known uh, Karen in the past. We worked together at uh, Neopost. I worked with Krista in the past. So it made it easier because we act pretty much know each other. And oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. How's yes. that connected? How do you? Uh, well, we worked in the past. Uh, yeah, Pitney Bowes. Yeah, 10, 15 years back mm-hmm. with Pitney Oh, Bulls, really? So. Just like out of coincidence
0: that you happen yes. to work together yes. here? Oh, yes. Cool. And then we came in we worked, for the
5: interview. I saw Henry. Yeah, <laughs> Carrie,
4: wow. I met her at Neopost where she worked in the uh, co- uh, collection side that was actually in the leasing admin side so that's interesting uh, so it's pretty made it a nice uh, easy transition so yeah it's like everybody it's like family oriented we actually uh
0: you know help one another and we actually work as a great group as a team so, so yeah the, so for people that don't know the collections team in shelton if you walk into the main door um reception is on the right and then you guys are kind of in your own room are you do are you okay with that do you like that do you prefer it do you i mean because that's a little different it's kind of cool but is that work for you or yeah yeah. I think it works for
1: them. You know, and again it's you know, they're on the phone a lot, they're communicating across the way a lot. So it definitely works the dynamic
0: So you a lot okay. So you guys are them to be there. So it's it it's like a privacy thing almost that you have your own Absolutely. To, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and
1: not to disturb everybody because again, they're dialing for dollars, they're on the phone with the clients, so you know, it's just constant communication back and forth. So it just it, it works.
0: Okay.
5: I find that when we first started, the culture wasn't really a focus. And since it has been a focus, I feel like I've learned a lot more about the company. Um, And people. And people. When Mm -hmm. I first started, I was like, okay, we'll collect on these invoices, not really knowing the inner workings of it. But since this culture thing, we've met so many different people, what they do in their department, um, what their job entails, and actually what's going on behind the scenes. And it really it was very educational mm. to have all these little things going on and meeting all these new people. It's been
1: great. Mm-hmm. I think one of the best things was the horse, the Derby Absolutely. horse. Right. I don't know if these guys right. right. were gonna say it, but you <laughs> yeah, looks wonderful when man. we all got together from different departments. And so it allowed us to say, Oh, you know, you met new people, six, seven, eight new people, you worked together as a team to come up with you know, your horse concept and everything. So I thought that was very fun just to be able to meet other folks. Yeah.
0: What was interesting about that kind of event or activity was I think legal ran with that. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't necessarily like the culture committee was involved, Mm -hmm. but it was led by, Chris Walls? Chris it? Walls, yes. I think, yeah. Yes. So, but yeah, every, it was like around Kentucky Derby. What month is the, K- the Kentucky Derby? When was uh, that? It was May. Month, oh, That's right? in May. May. It was in May. Yes. Okay, so everyone got together in groups of like seven or eight, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yes. And they we built and designed our own horses. We got one of those horses that the kids, you know, it's got a head on it and like a broomstick. And uh, every, the, the the designs that people came Were up amazing. with was like amazing, yeah. yeah. like could have seen one, by the way. Uh, (laughs) oh is that the one that won oh my god (laughs) so how besides that like how would you describe and we're talking about it already right now what's the culture like in this office in general outside of your department um
1: yeah i I mean i think it's it's pretty good you know again it, it you know it really comes down from the execs you know from bob and rick and mark you know the they make themselves known and you know and talking to everybody and you know not even just on a business level but a social level it's like you know they do care, you know it's just it's just not a job to come into you know so um displayable
2: culture is you know as the exact they do it displayable culture is so it kind of helps us feel a little more comfortable and kind of expressing like who we are and making the environment in the office not feel so much of a corporate base but so much that you could feel friendly around each other
0: have you had jobs in the past that felt more corporate-y and less absolutely yeah
2: for rick to even walk by and know like my name it's like i was kind of surprised when i first started with the company i'm like you know who i am (laughs) because in the past you know you have you know we used to have our big guy upstairs would come down and wouldn't even know, like, who you are, what you did. Like the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) So, you know, it's completely different, and I really do appreciate, you know, Tango and my team, and, you know, even as for Ray being my manager, you know, I feel like I can talk to him about anything, whether it's personal or... Job related. I know he has my back, so oh, the culture great. here is like it's amazing. Really, it truly is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: When you talk to your friends about your job here, they they're probably everyone like, what in are my you past about? job My job sucks When I like post about like <laughs> yeah, yeah, when like... I post
2: about like the <laughs> derby we had or anything we had, I, all the time when I say something good about tango, they always ask, "Do they have any positions open yet?" And I'm like, "No, not no. yet."
5: My no. friends get jealous about the happy hour. That's one of the <laughs> what? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, why do you think it's important that we do those things? Like the Kentucky Derby and Happy Hour?
1: I mean, me personally, I think it just makes it easier for everybody to perform. You know, it's just not like an eight to five job. You know, so it's okay to take out an hour or whatever to do, you know, some sociable, Mm -hmm. you know, gatherings or whatever. Um, But it, it makes it easier to perform your job. You know, everybody... You know, everybody's happy, having a good time. They're more focused that, you know, we're going get, to get to our goals.
5: And I feel like it's a getting to know you thing, too. Shanice didn't know anybody on her team. Not a and single person. And now she knows where they work and who they are. And even when they had the ticket giveaway, we had to go to certain people's desks and get tickets. And then they raffled off a prize. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, oh who's Mike? Where's fun. he? That Let's go really see. Fun, right. Oh, there he is. He's the guy who plays ping pong every day. Is, this is where he sits. And
1: these four guys that would by my office. <laughs>
5: every as soon time. As the
1: raffle came up, <laughs> I see him going. <laughs> yeah. but, I
5: mean, that was a lot of fun and to see where they sit and mm-hmm. what your name is. Just getting to know you is yeah, great about it.
0: For real. Yeah, I agree. I'm sure, like, my, my friends, too, they're just like, what the hell, How, where do you work? Like, Who do you think you yes. are? Playing ping pong. But it, I think we're lucky that leadership understands. It's essentially like happy employees equals productive employees. I mean, that's kind of like the equation, right? Sure. Because um, if you're upset and angry, you're probably not going to excel at your job, I don't think.
2: And you also get to you know understand everyone else's personality. Because especially with me, I have to walk around the office sometimes and speak to different people. So you kind of feel a little more comfortable approaching them at their desk because now you have like a face to the name and you've had a small conversation with them so they know who you are. Mm -hmm. So when you do have a question, it's a little easier to ask and it's like a little easier to talk to them, not just about work as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take it to the next question that we're going to do a roundtable again. Um, Karen, if you want to start. So what do you enjoy most about your job? And then what are some of the biggest challenges that you have?
3: What do I enjoy about my job? Probably would be collecting on an account that I've worked for many months on. I do have one specific account that I've been working on for almost a year. And hopefully we'll get payment on Friday. Um, That's Hmm. rewarding. I think I've talked to... It seems like I've talked to about 50 people in the company on this one particular account. And, um, yeah, so that's, it's been a challenge to, to go through the different people that, and different countries, specifically on this account. It's um, a UK account, and and just the way that the contract was written three years ago, it's definitely been a challenge mm. um and that would that be answers a, it yeah so, so the
0: challenging part is also the rewarding part mm-hmm. once you accomplish it right
3: right
0: so basically you guys are are i don't want to say going after people that sounds like you know you're police officers. Sounds italian. it sounds italian yeah <laughs> we can get away with saying that no one else there's yeah. i don't know how many italian people work at tango i'm interested to know that um so it's it's companies and clients that owe us payment. And they're Mm -hmm. just not paying? Is that essentially what... Well,
1: I mean, again, it's, you know, we have 1,100 accounts and obviously they have, you know, services that we provide and invoices out there. So it's not, we're not chasing down every single account. There are some accounts that just, you know, are nice enough just to pay. Um, But it's when it gets escalated and they're past due, then, you know, these guys are coming into play and, you know, calling, emailing. Seeing what the issue is and trying to get the dollars in, did you bring on
0: any of the people in this room that, in terms of hiring
1: uh yeah, pretty um, much all of them yeah, yeah,
0: what yeah. kind of things do you look for when you're when you were interviewing
1: um pretty much somebody that has that go get getter attitude, you know um nice demeanor, phone demeanor,
0: what are some red flags of we I mean, this person's not gonna work?
1: um well first if they're a yankee fan <laughs> yeah that that's work. right
0: um you're a red sox fan yes what do you yeah. how do you feel about mets fans
1: uh, i'm okay a with some of my friends are big met fans okay. so um no just as a red sox fan he hates the yankees so <laughs> we'll probably lose a few listeners there but um <laughs> you know just i to me just pretty much like just like attitude you know like if We can conversate together nicely at the interview, and, you know, we work through that. I I think it's more attitude and, you know, because not everybody can collect money. It's not not the easiest of jobs, so, you know, if somebody loves doing that, then, you know, and based on their history, then, you know, we'll take them. Mm -hmm. So, but, um, yeah, these guys have been, again, a, a great team for the last, you know, year plus, so. What do you enjoy
0: most about your position?
1: Um, kind of like Karen said, like, you know, just the goals, you know, being able to hit those goals. Yeah. You know, we, we've had some pretty strict goals over the last year and a half, um, you know, since Mark and Rick ha- have arrived. And, you know, we've pretty much been hitting them, you know, all the time. So, again, it's that goal-oriented aspect of the job.
0: So you got, and I probably should ask this earlier, but you guys service the entire organization there's no collections team in every location correct? um in the uk
1: um they have a smaller customer base okay. um france as well um but they do collect over there it's a smaller
0: portion of our portfolio you okay know, friends, yeah. gotcha okay we can go to Henry. Yeah, what, I, what I enjoy
4: is uh, take every morning see what cash came in, what we collected. So, you <laughs> <laughs> do you have like a ticker or something? Yeah, yeah. there's like, a competitive side about yeah, it, That's oh, of absolutely. Fun. But yeah. it's just the, the goals I enjoy, you know, like, really. Yeah, so as a group, we got we go out there try to get that five million dollars, but if not, uh, you know, anything closer to it, so that way, you know, we're happy to uh. And celebrate and unwind. Sometimes we get to leave a little bit early for uh, meeting that incentive, but uh, that's what I enjoy. It's just uh, collecting the, the cash. What I don't enjoy, which is sometimes, it's just the fact that uh, I get a lot of customers. I actually have, you know, some issues, of course, and uh, so I have to pass it along to so other areas to help me. Uh, whether it's the SDMs or the collection, uh, in the billing side, uh, so that way I could, you know, satisfy the customer so that way we'll be able to collect. Sometimes it's a hiccup or there's a holdup for a few weeks or it could be months. Uh, just like the even entering stuff on the portal as well. Uh, mm-hmm. There might be issues with the P.O.s, whatever. So, of course, we have goals that we have to meet every week, every month. Uh, those are the challenges that I have that, you know, you know we,
0: we, we try to do the best
4: we can. but
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I imagine you all are on the phone. Like you said, you're on the phone constantly, Sending Pretty statements, much, yeah. emails, you know, email. phone calls. Yeah, you know, uh, I get a lot of customers. I
4: actually do reply, which I build a relationship. It's mo- mostly like the A account where they p- you know pay uh, clockwise. Already know they could be maybe a twenty days be a few days behind, whatever. But those are the ones I, I know uh, that you know they, they pay faithfully. The others are just ones that it's just a little bit more challenging because uh, they could be uh, you know, like I say PO issues or billing issues.
0: Great.
5: I'm going to go with Karen on this one. The gratification's great when you've been working on something for a while and it comes in. Um, but as collectors, people hear collections, but we're also kind of, um, when the invoice is hot off the press, we will contact a customer with just a courtesy reminder. You know, you have this large invoice out there that's going to be coming due. Just want to make sure you got it and yeah. everything's okay. And when that invoice pays, even when it's due or... That's gratification right there because you know that happened because of you. They might have went a little bit past their date or we didn't get it eventually a couple weeks later. But it is very gratifying when you see things like that happen. And, you know, so it's not just collections. It's really touching base with the customer a lot, too. And we all have our relationships with the customer. So they know Krista's going to be sending me an email or giving me a phone call. And, you know, this is what we're going to do. And we get them to pay on time, and that's very gratifying.
0: Yeah, well thanks for mentioning that specifically because I would think and myself included when you hear the collections team, you think almost like debt collectors. Right. But that's not the case at absolutely. all. Right at right. all. Like okay. We we'll so do a lot of research too, you know, yeah. if
5: they have made payment or we do a lot of, you know, understanding absolutely reconciling because sometimes they will have an issue and we find it's just something that could be easily fixed.
0: Oh, wow. So you are it's customer service.
5: Absolutely.
2: Because it's not all just about, you know, the customer doesn't want to pay. So when we do reach out, it's mainly, you know, there might have been something that was missed. You know, there could have been a hiccup in the system whether or not maybe they didn't receive the invoice or maybe something was wrong with it and they just needed us to change one little detail. And sometimes when we change that one little detail that they ask us for, they just pay us right away. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it's those small interactions. Even myself, as a, when I work with vendors, um, just when I was in marketing, just having that interact, any positive interaction from any representative from your vendor mm-hmm. is a positive experience. and something that you remember, right? The same thing if you call a vendor. I used to work with HubSpot a lot. I was a marketing um, provider. They did like the email service for us. And um, they were fantastic. It didn't matter who I spoke to and what regard, whether it was IT service, a help desk, or billing. And it's important. Like, your interaction with our clients affects, it, it yeah. could snowball, right? Because if they had a bad experience with Henry or Shanice or Krista or Karen or anyone, they'll remember that. So it's really, it's, it's kind of cool and important what you guys do. So, um, Crystal, what you didn't answer. I don't think you did. So what are some of the hardest things about your job?
5: Um, some of the hardest things about our job is things that do sit stagnant for a little while mm-hmm. while you're waiting for even a response from the customer or, you know, getting a response from somebody within the company. So that sometimes can be a little frustrating and one of the biggest challenges. But we do what we do to get over those hurdles. And we get it done.
0: Yeah. You, it sounds like you're saying you have a pretty stress-free job. Mm-hmm. Is that? Who said, that? <laughs> no, 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 who said that? It's nice we're in our own office because yeah. we do talk a okay. lot amongst yeah.
5: ourselves. Yeah,
1: It's it definitely is not you know, stress free because okay. of, you know, just basically what, you know, Cash is King as you know Rick and Mark always say. Um, you know, so it, it's really not that stress free. Um we try to make it as stress free as possible. Yeah. Um but it, sometimes it gets difficult, you know, to do
0: that. So how do you, let's say I came to you, Ray, and I was just like, I can't deal with it. I'm just tired of having to call people and I can't get this and that. I'm just having a terrible day. Like what, mm-hmm. what advice would you give to an employee who's just struggling?
1: Um, there's always tomorrow. So, you know, if there are any issues that I can help them out with, you know, I try to take some of that burden off of them, you know, if there's something that they just can't get, you know, contact a the customer or something resolved, I'll do my best to try and help them out, and, you know, who can we go talk to to kind of get over that hurdle. Okay.
4: Yeah, to add to that, uh, we have a weekly meeting with Ray, and uh, we discuss some of the accounts, and there's quite a few accounts that, you know, I, I mentioned to Ray, hey, I mean, I'm not, there's nothing going on. I, I can't move forward with this customer. Of course. Right. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah he, he does help and try to see if we could get it escalated for uh, maybe one of the executive teams uh, to, you know, reach out or uh, it, it could be uh, something like, uh, you know, the customer's holding back payments because uh, one or two uh, invoices are incorrect. So, it gets kind of like frustrated for me and, you know, they, he, he'll take over the challenge and... Uh, Mentioned to the executives, you know, try to see what we could be able the to collect. Yeah. Okay.
5: When Ray steps in, mm-hmm. people usually pay more attention. Yes. <laughs> but that's. Right. Not that's all good. the
1: time. I don't want to take. Yeah. I don't want. I can't take all the credit, but. Uh, A lot of the know. time. We. Okay. we, 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 yeah. we uh, again, we work. You know,
0: everybody works well together. That's so know, important. So, uh, yeah. That's so important that you guys have that relationship with Ray. Yep. You have an audience listening. Is there anything you want to tell them about what this department does that they? weren't aware of
1: yeah and a lot of what these guys do you know it does affect the bottom line of the company right so if something goes uncollected you know month after month you know and it's aged out over a year you know we have to end up writing that stuff off you know so it does affect the bottom line of the company and and the financials obviously so these guys
0: big impact on the company financials great um, the reason why I asked to interview this group specifically, Mark Culver actually reached out to me and he was like, Hey, did you know that the collections team in Shelton has been listening to the podcast? And I said, no I, no, I didn't. I I always assume only my mom listens, right? <laughs> no, seriously, no, I'm just kidding. But he's like, no, really. And they listen to it together in their room. And they've been made at a point to do that. And I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. I wonder why that is. So I'm just curious, like, what... What sparked that? Like, what? who decided we should start listening? Like, is there a a story involved in that?
5: Mark had mentioned to us that he listens to the podcasts on the way in and out of work. Okay. And he had recommended one day. He had listened to a really good one. I can't remember which one in particular, but he's Mm -hmm. like, this is good. You guys should listen when you get a chance. I'm like, I never get a chance outside of work. I mean, yes, back and forth to work is 20
0: minutes.
3: but
5: So we're like, why don't we have lunch? listen to
3: the
0: how long ago roughly oh
5: god a few yeah. what, quite a few weeks okay, now we've
0: been I mean, listening yeah, i
5: think about
3: we're about actually months. all caught
4: up it's been about we're, a month,
0: we're yeah. caught
5: up we're on marina dean we just listen oh to marina. really okay.
1: okay two or yep. two per day uh, pretty much seriously <laughs> wow when okay. collections are bad then they can't listen to it. Yeah. Uh, it is something you can
5: listen to and we take our time like i said and we'll we'll still be working while we're listening to it a lot of the time too And if someone has to get on a call or whatever, we pause it for however long they're on. And then we come back together and start listening to it again. So,
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. So if we could pass this around. And I'm sorry if this is like self-massaging, my you know, that I'm like, you know, tell me how good I am. That's (laughs) that's not what I'm getting at. And you guys have listened to the... So you said you've listened to almost all of them. Yes. It's, It's not about me at all. Obviously, it's about the people. So I'm just wondering what are some things that you really got out of it that you would want to share? Like what, why do you continue to listen to it? I guess
5: we like finding out who that person really is because you don't talk just business. You, who they are, their children, their husbands, what's going on in their lives. That's very, I like that because you really get to know somebody through those things. And really the whole
4: background and also, you know, interviewing other people from other countries, which, uh, you know, I find interesting. Uh, and I, knowing what they do, uh, you know their departments, uh, what they actually do uh, every day, with tangle. Uh, that's pretty interesting to me. You know? So,
0: nice.
4: yeah, I, I like I said, we we enjoy it as a group, and pretty much uh, that's really a, it's a learning one of experience. That's so awesome. I love that. I can't
0: tell you how great that is to know that you're all listening to it together because it's really the audience is first and foremost tango employees and exactly for that purpose to meet that it's like a virtual meeting yes. mm-hmm. of that person because yeah it's cool to know about what they do here but really is that what makes them who they are and also just this, to show what is culture um, culture is us everybody that comes to work and what they bring in their personalities and how they behave that's the culture of the company so I'm like, well, what is culture? That person that you're listening to today is culture because they're part of tango. So it's less about answering that question now, because i now in like season two, kind of the end of season two, and more about discovering who that person is. And they usually do have something to say about culture, but it's just a way like a virtual handshake. So it means a lot that you guys are taking advantage of that because that's totally the goal is Hit the employees. Um, how do you listen to them? Is it on your Henry's Henry's computer. On computer? On your computer, on my computer. No. but through the blog. Teams, uh, you know, teams, you know how Teams.
5: When you, you send, when okay. you send it out, to us? But
0: you're not going like iTunes or anything. Not downloading. Mm, yeah, them?
5: No. I just did it this morning. I just I We just yeah. subscribed
4: today.
0: Did you to okay. so
5: the pod in the podcast app? We just did yeah. But it's, it's enjoyable to listen to. It's not homework. We're not, you yeah. know, it's like, oh, we got to, no, we enjoy doing it.
4: That's that. really cool. The one I enjoyed was the one that the gentleman in the United States and then he moved down to uh, China. That's a big culture a change, you know. Kyle me, Warner. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to Oh my gosh, out right? That was interesting, uh, you know, how he learned the language and the custom and... But that's a big culture for... Yeah. A big change.
0: Well, even Marina, the last one I did, oh, yes. I, I she helped me get the job here. I didn't know... When I spoke to her, I, I thought she moved here from the UK like years ago. I didn't know that she was a Tango employee that was mm-hmm. transplanted. I didn't... I just didn't know that story. And that was just... that's. I just feel like I was really... I think that's so great that tango did that that was like we like you enough mm-hmm. to transplant you mm-hmm. and she's like we're in the middle of nowhere <laughs> new hampshire and, yeah, yeah, yeah. but what's cool about what she said is they found a town in new hampshire that reminded them of a place in england it's so that's cool a, and they had
5: relatives there too right that were in yeah, the
0: area. yeah marina's husband's right. birth mom right yeah. yeah yeah so i wanted to ask Since I have so many, it's almost like a focus group. I want to do better. I always want to do better. And I won't take it personally. So if there's anything... You know, hey, I wish you asked Marina this. Just stuff like that. It's open to everyone who's listening. Mm -hmm. If there's things that we can do or I can do to improve the show, I would love to hear that. And I mean it. Because I know it's hard. I'm asking you in person. Mm -hmm. You know, so... You're going to get I mean?
5: emails from all of us when we get back to our <laughs> yeah. desk. But no, I think mean, nobody's no, perfect. Yeah, no, no, you're
0: doing great. There's always like room guy. for improvement, so, uh, so I'll yeah, think about for that sure. for you. For Absolutely. real. Because that's like our thing. You know, that's our value, excellence, right? We we strive to do our best, and we always look to do better. That's one of the most important values, and I think that's shared across the company. Um, but I think as we as this show becomes successful – I want to keep reminding myself that there's things that we, I can always, we can always be better. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I appreciate it. It was really cool to meet all of you. Is there anything you wanted to add? We still we're early. We have 10 more minutes, but is there anything that you wanted to share? You know, I do that on the show. I always say, if there's anything we didn't talk about that you wanted to put out there, you know, take a moment.
1: I mean, like I said, you know, I kind of mentioned it before, as far as the executive team and the culture and what they bring to the table. And, you know, and I don't dwell on the past and, you know, being here for seven years at Tango, you know, we definitely had some turbulent times. You know, I've gone through I don't know how many, you know, CFOs and VPs of finance, you know, so. You know, to see these guys come on and, you know, I've mentioned it to them before that it's been a breath of fresh air, you know, since like, you know, Mark and Rick came on last April and May of last year. And then Bob, I think was the summer before, you know, it's been really good and what a great change, you know, to the whole
0: culture and everything, you know, with Tango. So that was so much fun. A huge thank you to the collections team, for having the courage to appear on the show all together. And I love the part when I say, it sounds like you guys have a stress free job, and they, they all jump all over me. That's awesome. You know, every location, every department, and every Tango employee really has a unique and interesting perspective to share. And I hope you all enjoyed learning more about Ray, Henry, Karen, Shanice, and Krista. I hope you now have a better understanding of the goals and responsibilities of the collections team. And I also hope, maybe even more importantly, that you somehow feel more connected to these five individuals. I know I do. After speaking with all of them, it was clear to me that the team truly admires, respects, and appreciates Ray as a leader and as a friend. And so Ray made it a point in the show to give credit to the executive team for their leadership approach. And so I would like to acknowledge Ray for his management skills. It's so important that management is helping foster and cultivate a positive workplace. And it just, it really just makes me happy and proud to know that leaders like Ray are so prevalent across Tango. And I would also like to thank Krista, especially for clarifying the true role of the collections team. That it's not just chasing down payment, but it's more about offering another positive experience for our clients. You guys are awesome. Also, I want to apologize for some of the audio where you may have noticed rustling sounds when we were transferring the recording device around the room. Uh, Next time I record a large group, I'll find a way to improve the quality. And speaking of continuous improvement, As I mentioned in this week's show, even though we are more than 30 episodes into the podcast, I'm always looking for ways to be better. If you have any ideas or suggestions on how to improve the show, please send me an email or a message. This show is for you, and I truly encourage your feedback. Again, thank you to the Collections team, and thank you all for listening. Until next time.